The Money Show. Business Unusual. With Colin Cullis. Well, Colin's out today, but Business Unusual is still brought to you by Workforce Staffing. Are you playing an active role in reducing youth unemployment? Partner with Workforce Staffing today to bridge the unemployment gap. And a really interesting perspective this evening being brought to us by the futurist Graham Codrington, partner at Tomorrow Today. This idea of affirmations in the workplace, LGBTQI, got to get the letters in the right order there, uh, Graham. Um, These sorts of affirmations, I mean, there's a lot of this sort of more inclusive workplace thinking going on all over the place, isn't there? Uh, Absolutely. Good evening, uh, Bruce. And I think uh, especially as Pride Month comes around, uh, a lot of companies uh, use the opportunity as they do in August with Women's Month to uh, sort of profile some of their credentials in the space. But I think it goes a lot further than just putting out a, a tweet here or there or, or, or a nicely placed advert. I think a lot of companies are realizing that they can't remain neutral anymore on uh, social and cultural issues. Uh, when society makes a decision about something, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, a controversial issue uh, like uh, abortion rights or gun rights or something like LGBTQI inclusion. I think in the past, a lot of companies have sort of just tried to fly below the radar, not uh, sort of staking a claim to being on one side or the other of some of these debates. And, and I really think that that time has passed. I think that people, uh, whether they're consumers or even employees, are wanting to know where do companies stand? And I actually think this is putting some companies in, in quite a difficult position sometimes. You were part of a discussion as part of Pride Month at, I think we can name the company, um, because I think they come out of it quite well, um, Anglo-American. And they said to you, Graham, just come and help us listen, let's try and learn more about how we don't discriminate, whether we do it consciously or we do it unconsciously or simply through omission we cause great issues within the workplace. Um, How did that discussion go? Well, this was a a fascinating uh, thing, Bruce, uh, because they didn't just want a panel discussion on, uh, if you like, some of the normal conversations around uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, which would have been fantastic in its own right. Uh, Anglo-American went even further. They have a, a network within their organization, and this is the global firm, 50,000 plus employees all around the world. They have a network called Real You, and it's specifically aimed at supporting uh, LGBTQI people in the organization. And they decided that uh, uh, as part of Pride Month, they wanted to have a panel discussion on religion and inclusion. Uh, Obviously, many people hold the views that they hold about LGBTQI people based on their religion. And Anglo-American, I think very boldly, uh, and I'd have had their permission uh, to talk about this, um, I think they should be, uh, personally, I think they should be very proud of having taken a position where they said, we want to put a panel discussion forward, not in any way proselytizing or, 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 or staking a claim for one or other religious view, but just allowing the conversation to happen within office hours and as part of what happens at Anglo-American. And, and again, I, I think this is something that a younger generation in particular um, is very open to. In fact, 
probably even demanding of to say, I want to bring myself to work. I don't want to leave parts of who I am at home. And, and so the old, probably the outdated view of, you know, let's not talk about politics, sex or religion. <laughs> Basically, exactly. Anglo-Americans threw all three of those out the window and said, let's have a panel discussion. And as far as I know, uh, it went really well. No, yeah, and here's the thing. I was going to throw the politics, sex, and religion thing at you because if you want to have a peaceful dinner party, you don't raise any of those topics. I don't know what else you talk about at a dinner party. Um, and certainly within the workplace, those topics and others are frowned upon. It's, you don't confront real issues because that could lead to conflict. It could lead to discomfort. Um, and by not addressing the elephants, and there are many elephants in the room, um, you end up marginalizing whole communities of people who, you know, may be brilliant at their jobs but don't want to stick around because they're not recognized or they simply don't feel like they fit yes you know not not to make this a, a bigger issue maybe than it needs to be but i think it was desmond Tutu, and i'm probably not quoting him exactly but i think he said something along the lines of uh, that if we choose silence uh, in in the face of some of these issues. If we choose silence, we are actually choosing the side of the oppressor. And and I think that that is what, especially younger uh, employees, and but it's not only employees. I, I think it's investors. Um, I, I think it is consumers. Um, they want to put their money where their values are, if you like. And they're saying, I have choices of who I buy from and who I work for and who I invest in. And I'd really like to connect with a company that I know shares values that are important to me. And I, I mean, internationally, we've got some really uh, interesting examples. Disney is a great example, who were probably the first major global corporation that we, we're talking 25, 30 years ago, who made healthcare available to the partners of gay employees, even when it wasn't legal uh, in America and even when it wasn't required, they made their choice. And then they received a backlash from many conservative uh, people all around the world who, who still have a big beef with Disney and right up to the present day with the current uh, governor of Florida really sort of trying to setting his sights on Disney to to target it. Uh, more recent example is companies that chose to pull out of Russia uh, when Russia in, invaded Ukraine. Um, and some people support that move. And of course, uh, other people don't. Um, and and uh, companies are needing uh, to make these, uh, we could call them moral stands even. I, I think they're less moral and more cultural and, and societal. But I think that consumers, investors, employees all around the world are saying, I want to know who I am working for, giving money to, and uh, you need to, to, to put your stake in the ground and say who you are and where you are on these issues. We, we, we're not going to take neutrality here. Uh, is Anglo-American a standout in, the, in, your, in your world of work? Are they unusual? Is this definitely business unusual? Or are you seeing a greater level of openness to treating you know, staff members, clients like human beings? Well, so interesting question. I think on this particular issue that they chose to not just 
do a discussion about LGBTQI people, but they they drilled down not just one level, but a few levels deeper um, to religion and uh, you know religious inclusion of LGBTQI people. I think that is unusual, um, but. I don't think that the path that Anglo-American have, have walked down um, is unusual now. I think that a lot more companies are, are realizing that they're going to have to take a stand on various issues. And in countries where some of these issues are regularly debated, and I'm, uh, we often, I think, see it in social media, the hashtag world that we live in now, allows people who have a particular activism or a particular campaign to very quickly gather support from across the internet and often from across the whole world. And, and these things can, can move very quickly. If, if, if somebody with a really loud voice and a, and a big following starts to sort of target a company or ask questions of a company, companies need to be very quick to respond. And I think the clever companies, and it might be unusual now, but hopefully uh, in, a, in, in the years to come, it will be less unusual. I think many companies are going to try and get ahead of that, um, or at least be just open about what they stand for and then deal with the consequences. This uh, panel that I was with, with Anglo-American, uh, the CEO, uh, she prefaced the entire panel with a, a very um, uh, powerful message uh, and I, I think you know, on the African continent, which is a place that uh, Anglo-American have, have quite a lot of operations, I, I think it's quite a bold stand. There are quite a lot of African countries and obviously Middle Eastern countries uh, where um, taking a pro-LGBTQI stand is something that will lose you business. And it is unusual for a company to say, well, we're going to take that stand anyway even if there are business consequences. But I think in the long run, uh, they're probably doing the right thing. Thank you to Graham Codrington this evening. He um, is with us on Business Unusual. He's a futurist and he's a partner at Tomorrow Today. Kudos, Anglo-American, on that particular front. In a market where budgets are tight, employers are now, more than ever, looking for the perfect candidates to fill their vacancies. Choose Workforce Staffing as your TES provider. They will match the perfect candidate with available opportunities, including skills development and training as needed. Join workforce staffing and overcome youth unemployment. Visit workforcestaffing.co.za workforce staffing, your preferred staffing partner.